0: Kil Stokes here, and I'll tell you what—I have got World Cup fever. I'll tell you what, going into this World Cup, I, I wasn't sure how much time I was going to dedicate to watching it. You know, I'm a sports nerd, so if it's got a if, if it's got a ball in it, I'm watching it usually. But usually, I, I, have, I have a real issue watching sporting events without. A rooting interest like right i i'm a, a big competitor i can't really watch a game for fun um is that weird my wife is like that my wife can just watch a game and fun i hope both sides win yay we everyone should tie right i'm like someone has to lose someone has to feel the 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 the, the feeling of victory and someone else has to feel the pain of defeat that is what sports are right they are a competition where someone feels bad and someone feels good. And if you feel bad, get better so that next time you can make someone else feel bad. Right. No participation trophies, whatever. Um, so without the U.S. being in there, the only other team that I really support uh, would be Jamaica. Right. That would be my second team. Um, and they didn't make it. anyway, Right? reggae boys. Maybe next time. Um So I was looking through, seeing who could I support, and I do want to see a few players do well. I want to see uh, Cristiano Ronaldo do well. He's been spectacular so far. Um, And I want to see Messi do well because those two players are considered, right, the the top two players in the world, and um, I don't want to say a big knock on them is that they're missing a World Cup um, championship, right, a World Cup trophy, but that would kind of solidify their career as all-time great so maybe I'll root for them um but I'll tell you what I've been I've been I've been locked into every game it is it's something about I've been rooting for the underdogs that's kind of how I I usually I always pull for the underdogs um I like good stories like that so Iceland uh, Nigeria won today and and you know it just I just love the moment it's and if you've never been I guess you could feel this outside of outside of sports, but something I love about sports is just it's the moment, right? You live for the moment. You you train for hours and hours and days and days and weeks and weeks and years and years for this one moment, this one little minuscule moment, and. Typically the result will come down to how you act in that moment. That that that's another good thing about you know, trading is the same way. I didn't I didn't plan to go on this uh this route, but we're here, so we might as well take it. I was gonna talk about Messi and how Argentina sucks, but uh maybe we'll come back and revisit that anyway. But trading is the same way. It's the moment. We had a discussion today about um, we were talking to a lot of our traders. It's been a slower week in the markets. We, we've had a lot of um, fundamental news events come out. So there hasn't been a lot of trading opportunities in June. It's also the, the summer slowdown as well. Check the podcast a few weeks ago if you haven't seen it already or heard it already. Um, and a lot of our traders are they're at that point where they're starting to clear some of the obstacles that they had going in. Right? We, we launched Tier 1 Trading back in January. So we're just around that six-month period where traders typically take about three months the to, to train. So February, March, April, and then May and June, or, or May is kind of getting out there into reality. And now June, they're kind of starting to really get a feel for things. And a lot of traders are saying, man, Akil, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really starting to realize what you and Jason Greystone talk about. You guys don't really trade that much. I used to think trading was something I had to come in. I had to take five, six trades a day. If not, then I wasn't doing my job. But I see you guys come in and you just wait and wait and wait and wait. And then every once in a while, boom, you take the trade, right? You, you fired a shot and then you go back into your waiting cycle. And we do a lot of preparation in our trading. Right? I, I know that for you guys that aren't with us on a daily basis, where you don't kind of see the behind the scenes action, for you guys that maybe just see the YouTube videos or you know maybe other people's YouTube videos as well, um, you guys see the end result, right? You see the trading opportunity, you see the trade, you see the trade management, right? You see how the, the actual moment plays off, plays out. But you don't see all of the preparation that goes into that moment. You don't see the, the hours and days and weeks of studying. You don't see the months and months and months of, of trying to develop a strategy. You don't see the hard work of thinking you, you've got a, got a strategy defined. You go out there, you test it. Something pops up, you got to go back to square one and and, and redo it again, then test it again, right? You guys don't see that portion of it. And that portion of trading typically takes years. I always say that a trader really doesn't start to find kind of their own zone until about two years after they've trained. Right. So that's not even counting maybe the six months that you dedicate to your training two years after that. Now, that that doesn't mean that you can't be successful in the meantime, but you don't really start to kind of feel your really feel comfortable in your in in your own skin, your own trading skin until about two years. And all of that prep work we do. Is simply to catch the moment the years of red eyes and carpal tunneled fingers from back testing, right? All of that, all of that sets us up to handle a a trading scenario that may be on our charts for less than five minutes, right? You guys are traders, so you know how it goes, right? You look at your chart, you do your analysis, you see an opportunity and then you stare at it, right? You know what you're supposed to do, but you don't quite pull the trigger because there's some type of doubt, there's some type of fear, there's something standing in your way. And then five minutes later, the trade runs off without you, makes profit. And you're like, oh man, I was supposed to be in that. What happened? That's the moment. That's the moment. That's, that's everything we prepare for. And it happens really, really quick. And these players that are playing in the World Cup, they're chasing the same thing. And, and, and it's, cool. it's cool for many of them because many of them know that this is the moment. That's why you see so much emotion on the pitch because for a lot of them, they may not get this opportunity again. We had, a, we had an opportunity with the, the track and field team I coached to bring home a trophy this year at our championships. And it was one of those moments where we were tied up and we needed to beat a team. We needed to beat a team that was seated a lot better than us. And the four girls I put out there, they accepted the moment. And they executed. And because of that, they won a trophy for their team. Be prepared for that moment, guys. But speaking of moments, this was supposed to be a big moment for one of the greatest soccer players of all time, Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi, for you guys that are unfamiliar, um, he plays for the Argentina national team. And Argentina, is it, it's interesting. They have a, a great history of being a good soccer club uh, or soccer team. And they have a lot of individual talent. They've got a, especially on the offensive side, they've got loads of talent. If you were just to, to look at the names on paper, Messi, right? Sergio Aguero, Iguain, Di Maria. What's the young guy's name? Dabala, right? Loads of talent on paper. However, they barely made it into the World Cup. Now, something doesn't feel right about that, right? If you've got the best players, right, a handful of the best players, shouldn't you easily make it in? Shouldn't you be a favorite? Well, that's the cool thing about sports, especially soccer. Football's the same way. American football, that is. It's a team game. And although you have all of the individual talent in the world, if you don't execute as a team, you're not going to be successful. And that's exactly the position that Argentina is in. They they are they may be a, uh, eliminated from the World Cup in the first round. They have a very thin chance of going through. And you ask yourself, well, okay, well, well, whose fault is that? Is it the players' fault? Eh, could be. But in my opinion, it, it 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 starts with the top down. It starts with the federation. But then it goes to the coach. Because it's the coach's job, the coach is like the chef, right? It's the coach's job to to take the, the mix of talent that he has and put it together into something that is successful. And this morning we had an accountability session. And we had one of our traders, Andrew, spoke. Great session. And Andrew started off the session by basically saying that, He took a training course somewhere else. How how dare you? He took a training course somewhere else. He was a newer trader. He took a training course. He learned almost all of the information out there about trading. However, he he was never able to do anything with it. And going back to that, I hope you guys understand, especially for you guys that are newer listeners or maybe newer into trading, there's no secrets out there. All the information you need about trading and and what this is and what this strategy is and how to use this, it's all out there on internet land. You can Google search and YouTube search all of it. So having information is not the issue. It's it's using the information. This goes back to the, the, the toolkit, right? You can have a master toolkit with all the tools needed to do any job in the world. But if you don't have the skill or if you weren't coached and told how to use it the right way to get the job done, that job ain't getting done. I'm sorry, fella. That job is not getting done. And I feel like this is the position that this trader was in where he learned so much. He had all of the tools but it happened so quickly, right? It happened all within what, a few days, a week maybe? It happened so quickly that he didn't really know how to use any of these tools to actually do a project. He didn't learn how to use any of these these tactics and techniques that he learned from trading. He didn't learn how to use any of them to actually execute profit or extract, excuse me, extract profit from the markets. And if that's the case, I ask you this, what's the point? And I'm talking to you guys out there that are under this opinion that in order to be a better trader, you have to know more. And I was the same way. Knowledge is power. I, you know, I, I've always thought two things, right? If you the, the more you know, the harder you work, that equals success. Um, and it, 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 don't get me wrong, you do have to have a certain level of knowledge. You do have to work extremely hard, but you have to work extremely hard on the right things. You have to have The knowledge about the right things because if you don't you're just gonna get stuck so one of the things that the trader liked about what we're doing here is uh one thing he mentioned that we give everything away right we made the difference this year when we started tier one trading that we're going to save ourselves a little bit of stress as businessmen and instead of offering eight different products, we're just going to offer a single membership and you sign up and you get everything. And sure, we've had some people complain, oh, Kiel, I just want to do the live room or I just want to do the course or I just want the software or I just want to do the Q&A sessions. Can I, can I just pay for that by itself? No. You get it all. It's all going to help you. It all ties together, right? If you want to educate someone the right way, It's all got to tie together. And going back to the coaching analogy, right? It's kind of like coaching half your team at once or coaching the whole team, right? No matter what you're working on as a coach, right? You want the whole team there. Everyone's got to be on the same page. You set up practice a certain way for a certain reason. We set you up with with training courses and Q and A's and live rooms for a certain reason, right? We give you the information you need. We teach you the information in the training courses, but that is not enough. It is not enough because it is not enough just to know the information. You have to know how to use the information, right? So we teach you the information. We show you how to use it in the live trading rooms. If you get stuck, we address questions right in a small group setting in the Q and A session. We hold you accountable, work on your goals in the accountability session, and then we give you software to make the whole process easier. <laughs> but it all works as a whole, and that's what this—that's what the Argentine uh, coach is not doing. Argentine, Argentine, which one? Oh, let me know. In the comment section. You guys know I'm bad with words. He's not taking the talent that he has. And he's not working it the right way. And Because of that, it's a waste. They're going to waste a great team. They could be World Cup champions with the talent they have. The World Cup only happens every four years. A lot of those players aren't going to be there next time. I would be surprised if their top player is there next time. And when you, when you sit back and think about that moment, right, that you wasted, it's going to hurt because you don't get moments like that again, right? We never get the same opportunity twice, right? We never live the same second, the same minute, the same day again. So what you don't do today, that's gone. That moment is gone. And that's what scared me into success. That's what scared me into success, guys. I started trading. I was very comfortable. I was working a few jobs, making about 30K a year. Life was good. College graduate making 30K in the middle of the recession. Woo, right? I got a job. Can't be mad. Had three of them. But I started thinking about the future. I started thinking about the future moments that I want to take advantage of. The future moments of watching my, my son at his first play. The future moments of traveling the world. Seeing places outside of America. Seeing places I've never seen in America. All of the things that I wanted to do in life, because life is very short. And there's so, much, there, there's so much available to us in life that we never experience. And thinking into the future about missing those moments because I'm working three jobs at 60 years old. I'm telling my kid, I can't see you in the play because my boss won't let me off of work. Telling my wife, hey, we can't, we can't travel to the Cayman Islands. Because I can't afford to take that time off. She can't afford to take that time off. Those are scary. And when I thought about those future moments, I said, Akil, you're young. You have the ability to fail and rebound. Can't be scared of failure. It's weird because I am, you can't be scared of failure, but I fear failure so much. And that's what motivates me to succeed because I don't want to be a long-term failure. I'm not afraid to lose. Let's put it that way. I'm not afraid to lose. I am afraid to fail. And thinking about that scared me and still scares me to this day into doing the most that I can now. so that I can earn that time and earn those luxuries later. And that's something to think about, guys. What do you want your future to be? The life you're living right now, is is this the life that you wanna live in five years? I'll tell you what, five years is quick. I've been in the trading game for 10 years now, guys. It feels like I just started. Time goes quick, and those moments, those moments go even quicker, and you can never get them back.